everybody what's going on this is Jesse Shoemaker again with Z Cobbler today we're gonna to be talking about I, I feel like it's gonna be a bunch of topics a lot of different things uh, I really want to start it off with just asking if I do have an audience of veterans if there's anybody that wants to talk about anything with me ever come on the show leave me a voicemail say I need to talk about this or they want me to bring this up I fully appreciate it. I would fully welcome you coming and interviewing on the show and speaking with me. Me being a fellow veteran, I was in the Navy for four years, served with the Expeditionary Combat Unit over in Virginia, Coastal Riverine Squadron 2. I was stationed in Bahrain when I went there for deployment, and I went to Panama right before I got out. Served with a bunch of great guys and gals, brothers and sisters. I love all of you. I miss all of you. And I want to talk about today about how it's it's kind of hard, not kind of hard, it, it is really hard to integrate yourself back into civilian life and what being a civilian means. And a lot of times what being a civilian means to a veteran or just me, myself in general, is I am less than what I was when I was in the military. Even though when you're in the military, you really feel like you're nothing. Go ahead and wait till you get out and see how you feel. That is how you feel when you feel like nothing. I'm telling you because I have felt this about every day since I have been out of the Navy. When I got into civilian life, I thought, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to be back home with my family, be back in Oregon. Oregon's great. I love it. I miss it. Less traffic. Wrong. I got from Virginia. I went back home to Oregon. There was more traffic than I think there was on the East Coast. Everyone coming from California up into Oregon, this really causes a, a travel problem there's no time you can wait anymore saying you know oh wait until four wait until five wait until six and then the traffic will die down then you can go out and get your groceries or do whatever you want no there's really no waiting unless you want to go at midnight and even then you might run into some traffic for the people who work at night that came from other states and now they have jobs that have different shifts and they have just bottled up this the roads the highways it, it's terrible um, so one of my preconceived notions when I was getting out was that the traffic in Oregon was going to be way better than it was in Virginia. That was not the case at all. One of the things that I was hit with, one of the blunt truths, was, "Wow, this is this is bad. This is this is terrible. Where do these people keep coming from?" Well, they keep coming from places like California with cash from selling their homes for a million dollars. It's like ten square feet. Coming to Oregon and buying houses for cash, out buying everybody, out paying, out bidding everybody, and they come here with their cars, never change their license plates. We got a bunch of Californians driving around in Oregon and people say, well, you know, everyone should be able to go anywhere. Yeah, that's great. But you're coming to Oregon, which used to be a hidden gem and now it's not. It's blown up into something that is just insane. Yeah. Do I sound angry? I do because it's not what I remember before I got out. Even from 2012 into the 2016, it changed rapidly crazily like when i got home it was nothing that i remembered from 2012 and this might sound like i was making it rosy in my mind or i was trying to remember something greater than it was but that that's not the case it was just changed so one of the things that i had to deal with when i got out was just dealing with traffic and patience and and the fact that i'm not driving a government vehicle and I'm not actually on a mission to do anything. I'm just driving, sitting here with all these other civilians have no meaning in their life whatsoever. That's what that's the kind of thoughts that go on in my mind. Another one of the things when you get out is dealing with feeling like you have a purpose in your job, in your career, what you do. To me, no matter what I did, no matter what I was doing, whether it was going to school to become a barber, which I did, I became a barber 
after my first try on the test at state. That's a really big accomplishment because those state tests for barber licensing is no joke, especially in Oregon with all their, their health requirements, which is great. I think the requirements maybe should be even stricter because being a barber is a very dangerous job. When you have someone with a straight blade going against your throat and you trust them to shave you, at least give us a little bit of credit in admitting that maybe we're a pretty good artist and a pretty good facilitator of skills to be able to use upon you where you trust us to be able to put a blade to your face to your head to your eyebrows even to trim those you know it i wish people would give the credit to the lower in their eyes the lower class the lower jobs the lower career paths i wish people would give credit to those because those are the people that hold up society oh nice haircut how'd you get this interview how'd you get this job how'd you get this date do you think it maybe had to do something with how you looked a little bit like the hair on top of your head the hair that isn't on your face anymore or at least it's shaped up nicely we make you look good this is part about being an honest barber for me people don't understand what barbers do in Entirely. They think they just walk in, they get a haircut, that's it. No, that's not it. You're you're in a relationship with that barber. If you go to them every two weeks, every month, every week, every other day, who knows? There's people who do come in in a rapid frequency. And if you're one of those people, you have to understand that the barber is... The barber is your therapist. You treat us like a therapist. Every client that I have that comes to me that came to me because I haven't I haven't done barbering in a in a little while just I had to take a break physical reasons one of the you know when you come to a barber you're you're going to your friend your therapist you tell them all of your problems when you sit in that chair I've had people sit in my chair I've never cut their hair before in my life and they go on complaining about something going on in their family life and work life just in general and I've been able to listen to listen to them while making them feel better and making them look better. That's part of being a barber. We are a therapist. We used to be surgeons. We used to be dentists. We are a therapist who is there to change you, change your life for the better. When you walk out that door, you're going to feel better. You know why? Because a barber helped you with that. A barber was able to create your new look that you required for some specific reason. Whatever it may be, we are going to figure it out and give you this look that you want because we care about making you feel better. So that's one of the th other things about when you get out of the military is trying to find a purpose in what you're doing and feel like you have as much of a purpose as you did before when you were in the military, but still, to me, that is hard to find. I have not been able to find it yet. I am hoping with podcasting, I find a voice to be able to speak to other veterans and other people that are going through hard times, and we can all just talk about them, and people can realize that everybody should be able to talk about their problems. I am not saying, however, that everybody should be able to get offended by everything, and then you should press charges against anyone who says something that you don't like. Uh, I know that's a very vague and off-topic thing to say, but I just want to say it because I feel like today's society has gotten so soft with everything. Maybe even some of the things that I'm saying right now seem so simple. I'm sure someone has found some way to take offense to it, and I might hear about it later. If you have, go ahead and leave me a voice message and let me know, and we can talk about it in the next episode. If you have suggestions for this episode or the next one, go ahead, leave me a voice message, and I will get back to you. I'm, I'm not lying. This is Jesse Shoemake with Z Cobbler. <laughs>